Welcome to a brand new episode of the Up for Discussion podcast, the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order we talk about them. I'm Tom Zalatni. I'm Kate Bradley. We've got a special returning guest in the studio with us, with us today. Mm. Uh, Kate, do you want to introduce our super special guest? A super special guest today. A super special guest who we've got in the studio with us for the second time. Is Mark Jumper. Mark Welcome. Jumper. Welcome back. Wow, I feel super special right now. Well, you're glittery, aren't you? I've, I am glittery. Like, I, I spilled. I was doing some crafts earlier today. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Is it your mom's birthday soon? Is that why you were doing some yes. crafts? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, exactly what it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only reason a human being should ever do crafts, in my opinion. For their mom's For birthday. For their mom's birthday. Mm-hmm. Not their no, dad's. No. no, daddy don't want no shiny ponytails. Mm-mm. No. No, daddy don't want no shiny ponytails. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So, so Mark, you're back to promote uh, your new album that you're dropping and the show around that. Correct. The website. Correct. Sweet. Yeah. Tell uh, tell the fine folks at home about that. All right. Uh, there's a we're made a new record called Analysis of Failure Reconstructed, mm-hmm. uh, and we're it's on this new uh, Bob Day's Tank Engine Man archive. All right. See, so this is a big backstory to all this. So, my name is Mark Jumper. Yes. And I work for, I worked for a company called Day Company, Day Industries, on a project called Bob Day's Tank Engine Man. But that is over now. Uh-huh. And so now what I'm working on is compiling an archive of the materials that are left over from that time period. Right. Most of which have actually been destroyed. So oh. now I am... F- Making them again, using my memory to make them again, okay. to fill in the gaps and to collect whatever is extant, because there's a few things that pop up here and there. Is this illegal? Like, are you allowed to do this? Yeah. You're not getting in trouble with Day With the company. No, it's, uh, the company is closed. Okay. The uh, leader, Bob Day, is no more. Did you kill and, him? No, I didn't. I didn't. I just feel uh, like we need quite, to... Quite a jump there, Tom. <laughs> it's, it's, well, you know. It was a reasonable... Yeah, there's a lot of things you don't know about me. So that's definitely not... Uh, oh, I'm immediately scared Well, now. I mean, we've only <laughs> I mean, we've spent an hour or so together. Yeah, I'm just saying, that's true. Unless you're very good at judging someone's character. I'm not a mentalist. Yeah, so... I can tell by the way I'm you've just got it's possible. the top button on your shirt buttoned up. Anything lower is, is just lewd and disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's an indicator that he's a proper man, and a proper man uses phrases like is no more to describe people who have died. Yeah. Yes. So okay, okay. Yeah. Are you a mentalist? Are you doing it right now? I'm a bit of a mentalist. Right? Okay. Yeah, so maybe you, so, yeah, maybe you do know more about me. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so anyway, the the we're launching this thing called the Bob Day's Tank Engine Man Archive, which is a website, which is uh, uh, really just an experimental um, storytelling music uh, and, and audio art kind of online installation. Mm-hmm. So we use it. It's going to come out over the course of a few years as we, as we continue to find new artifacts and compile them and, 
and uh, treat them to be able to be presented on the digital archive. So it's a, a place for us to experiment with ways of doing that. Mm -hmm. um, and so the first thing that we're launching is this thing called Analysis of Failure Reconstructed, which is audio that has been taken from a recording of a, of a performance that I did called The Analysis of Failure, uh -huh. in which I tried to understand the... Uh, what happened to the Bob Day's Tank Engine Man project? And I tried to dissect the failure of it and try to understand, see if I could get some clues as to what happened and, and how to avoid such things in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, so there was a recording of that, and I did that a few years ago at the Fringe Festival. Right. Uh, and I took that recording, and it didn't uh, line up properly with... You listened to it, and it didn't have the right feel to it. It uh -huh. wasn't conveying the right idea, so I cut it up and turned it into something more musical uh, and uh, that I think better represents the themes of the play itself. Right. And cut it up. Did you add to it? I didn't add anything. It's, oh. all, it's all everything. So when you go and you listen to the record, yeah. the, every sound on there is, uh, comes from that recording, which, by the way, was just a little Zoom recorder. Like oh, really? A little handheld recorder yes. in the corner of the stage. Okay. Uh, so it was not particularly great quality. Have you managed to like Disney remaster it? I cleaned it up, and then I uh, to in some I, uh, things I do tend to be I like to take things that exist, uh -huh. uh, however they are. And I, there's a saying in recording, uh, "shit in, shit out," which means if you have a mm -hmm. if you do a shitty recording, then yeah. it's, you're not going to be able to do anything. You're not going to be able to mix it or master your way out of uh, right. of how shitty it is. Right. So get yeah. a good, you know, get a good direct signal input. Yeah. It's got to like be clean say, right out of the gate. Exactly. Exactly. So if you want like a super high quality recording, you better make one. Hmm. You can't take a shit recording and turn it into a super high quality. Right. Yeah. You can't polish a turd. Exactly. Exactly. But I like to say shit and gold out. Ooh. <laughs> so, so you can polish it. I can't polish it, but I can make it into something that you'd that you would like to listen to. That's so after manipulating the turd. After, yeah, yeah. Sometimes really? leaning into the the shittiness of it, you uh -huh. can push it to the point where it becomes uh, pleasant to hear. Now, hmm. some might disagree, <laughs> but I like to believe I like to believe that uh, that's something that I like to do. I like to I like to do that. But I also, you know, I do both things. Mm -hmm. But this one in particular was interesting and a challenge because it was a it was a bad recording yeah and i had to really mess around with it and cut it up and slice it up and so like all the it is musical there are beats there are there are melodies and things and some of it is from their singing during the performance mm -hmm. and some of it is like uh, there's one like bass drum noise that uh was just the sound of uh a chair, like me moving a chair. Oh, sweet. So okay. it's like, so it, it has a lot of interesting in well. te textures. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So I think yeah, I'm pretty happy with the way it turned out. It's pretty interesting. Are you warping things? Lots of warping. Yeah. Lots of warp warping and twisting. And there's uh, a lot of my monologue. So it's musical, but then it has the monologue of the of the play. So you can kind of, if you've seen, if you've watched the play, you can follow along and be like, oh, I remember that. And if you hadn't watched it, you may not necessarily know exactly what's going on, but mm -hmm. I think it'll give you impressions of themes and things, which is what I was intending to do. Sweet. Awesome. Awesome. We actually, uh, we've got it rigged up so that we can play some tracks from the new album. Um, do you want to actually, if you can reach that, do you want to pick one that you got on there? Sure. Failure is not an option. It's an inevitability. Oh, stop. Failure is not an option. There we go. It's an inevitability. <laughs> 
That's cool. really cool, yeah. So, are, are, so are all of those sounds from, uh, like, from the play? Yeah. Or is there extra stuff that was recorded after? It's all, it's all audio. All right. There's a secret. There's one thing. I was, I as, as soon as you, I started playing that track, I was like, oh yeah, this is the one that actually is the exception <laughs> to the rule. The bass line, the right, doo doo yeah. is not. That's a. That's the only thing. Uh, there are two sounds. I'm gonna. All right, now I'm unfolding the real secret. There are two sounds <laughs> on the record that are not. Uh, there's one other thing that happens just for like a second. Uh, that was a. That's a MIDI. Uh, it's like a some weird MIDI organ or something, but it happens just for a second. And then there's that bass line. But everything right. else is entirely from just that one Zoom right. recorder. Because awesome. I was. Uh, <clears throat> I just I ended up getting attached to that baseline, right. uh, but my 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 goal was to make the record completely out of just sounds mm. from that because I wanted to see whether it was possible to make something interesting right. using this shitty recording. Right. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, it was really cool. I I'm interested in. Um, there's a part in there where you say failure must be analyzed. I caught that too. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 What's so like? Would you say that you're a person who is, and maybe this is a good question for the table even, uh, Mm. are you a person who is afraid of failure? Yeah, big time. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I'd love to say no. I'd love to say, it's weird. I have two parts to me, and maybe you guys would feel the same. Uh, There's part of me that, like, the the part that has the balls to make stuff as an artist Mm. is, like, I like making stuff. I like showing it to people. I like getting a reaction from them. Even uh, even people who don't like what I do, if someone directly tells me, oh, I don't, I didn't like it, I'm like, okay, that's no big deal. You're not going to please anybody. Right. But before I show it to anyone, all I worry about is oh. that, oh, fuck, people are not going to like it. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're gonna just, like, all their respect for me is going to disappear. So it all happens in my head. Right. But when I do fail in real life, I tend to be very like it hurts, and then I'm like, oh, but now I have a bunch of ideas for how to do better work. Right. Yeah. So it's like, when I fail, I feel fine. Right. Except for the you know, your ego stings for a bit. Yeah. Sure. But it's the fear of what it might be like to oh, fail that yeah. I'm more that that bothers me more than anything. Right. It's like you you hype it up mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. That that's a thing that I thought about. Um, <clears throat> A couple of years ago, I was thinking a lot about, um, you know, when you're single and you're like, you're interested in a person and you ask them out 
that there's there's no way for that to not be kind of devastating emotionally whether mm. they say yes or no right yeah 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 because <laughs> because what's happening is you're building like momentum right you, uh-huh. you hype it up in your head if you have the conversation in your head too many times of like potential ways that this could go you're sort of building this emotional momentum yeah and then like the second that you actually do it in real life it's like you're driving a car and you like hit a wall <laughs> Because you you just can't keep going forward, right? Yeah. Like yeah. The only yeah. way that, that that momentum can keep going is if they immediately like jump into your arms and right. embrace yeah, you, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. like almost never happens. Yeah. Like even in the best situations, usually they're just like, Yeah, okay, let's go for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like yeah. boom, okay, whiplash. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's like when we set ourselves up either expecting something good or expecting failure. Basically anytime you set any kind of ex- expectations, you're like you're leading yourself to some kind of emotional whiplash later. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, expectations are killer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I absolutely relate to that. It's, and the longer it takes to get to that point, uh, the more the cloud grows. And, yeah. And yeah. Uh, from moment to moment within a day, you can be like so confident and so happy about what you're doing. And then the next second, you're like, oh, what am I doing? This is terrible. Yeah. I can't, I can't possibly, <clears throat> and everybody's going to hate it. And, you know, and then and then other moments of like anger of like I don't give a shit. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah you're trying to convince him. yourself that yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. bothered by this. And this, yeah. I think it's it's not so much the fear of the failure itself; it's the the turmoil of the your emotional roller coaster yeah. until you get to that point. The uncertainty and yeah, the things you can't control. Yeah, yeah, it's so connected to so many different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I like that. That's interesting. This idea of like experiencing all of the fear of failure before doing the thing and then once you actually fail just being able to then be like okay yeah that happened so how can i move forward yeah yeah but analyze like do you so you do believe that it's important to analyze as opposed to just being like this happened next thing uh that's a complicated that's well i could answer it in a number of ways one i would say no one i would say yes Another, I would say, Mark Jumper thinks it is. Uh, and then and another, I would say, Mark Jumper is continually learning that he's wrong most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so you have those four answers to choose from. I'd like to jump on. Didn't mean to do that, ha. but I did it. Um, Mark Jumper's uh, the last one. Okay. Yeah. You can think of me, Mark Jumper, as a uh, sort of an idiot. Okay. Done. <laughs> Done. Yeah, that's I'm pretty on much that page. It. Okay. Cool. He's, We're uh, in. he's right. just an idiot. He does uh, the the Bob Day's Tank Engine Man project may or may not have actually been a failure. Uh, it's been determined that way by him slash me. Uh, and this obsession with trying to understand what the failure was is... Something that um, he allows him to grow and also keeps him from from moving forward. Mm. Right. So in one sense, I would say analysis has been very important to me because it's allowed me to become a better person, to have mm-hmm. better relationships, to try to understand, you know, what am I doing? Because mm-hmm. the more you think about it, the more reali- you realize that when you're mad at someone, it's probably because you're doing something shitty and you don't mm-hmm. want to admit it. Right? Yeah. Unless they've done something overtly shitty, which is like, like, honestly, it's pretty rare, especially with someone very close to you. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty rare that they're just overtly doing shitty things. Right. Even people on the street. I get mad at people on the street 
all of for that. no reason. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but and then part of me gets mad at them because I'm wondering, worrying, and expecting that they're talking shit about me in their head. And I'm like, yeah. fuck you, yeah. don't talk about me like that. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm fucking slagging them because like because I happen to turn a corner and they were there. Right. right. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Yeah. You know You're what I mean? About when you turn around a corner and you walk into a person. Oh man, I'm talking about that's one of those. That's things. my that's, <laughs> that's my pet peeve. That's very annoying because it's like when you're you know you gotta there's there's an etiquette to this thing. If oh you're, yeah. If you're coming, I, I don't even know you, how to describe. The thing is, there's like certain, nobody should take a tight turn. Yeah. You should always be like a couple feet out from the corner, mm-hmm. so that if you're gonna hit someone, you notice. I, but I, th- that. I think that's what it comes down to is like constantly thinking that the other person is inconsiderate. Yeah, like yeah. Like they've made a decision. <laughs> like that, or that, yeah, exactly. They're going out of their way to be like, exactly. Mm, yeah, I when need this corner. Two people walking on the sidewalk, and I'm like, there's not enough room for me yet. And like, as soon I, you know, a block away, I'm already yeah. adjusting my feet yeah, to yeah. like, okay, there's going to be a person. I'm going to walk. And when they don't, <laughs> I get so upset. And then yeah. they often do it. Within the last three seconds, uh, they'll yeah. move out of the way. Yeah. And then there's every time there's that feeling of like, uh, yep, yep, you overreacted yeah. again. Yeah. It's, but there's yeah. also a feeling of like they should have moved five seconds ago. Oh, of course. Yeah. Three seconds. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Asshole. Oh, boy. Slow walkers. Humans. But does it, so that makes Mark an idiot, though, that he, well, made, that he misinterprets things? I think it's just because uh, in the same way that we're all idiots. Right. You know, we all think we know this or that. Oof. But the truth is like. I mean, when I was 18, I felt like I had figured everything out <laughs> and like, uh, but in a way, like even then in a way where I was like, no, I don't know everything, but I, I've, you know, I've, I'm in touch with the universe <laughs> and the older I get, the more I'm like, uh, the more, like even the things, how do you say it the right way? I have a lot of the same ideals, mm-hmm. but certainly my experiences have changed and the things that there were things that I felt when I was 18 or 19 about like, about like failure. About, oh, it's okay. You don't have to. Don't be afraid of it. That I f- took for granted then until I failed big time for the first time. Uh-huh. And then I got scared of failure. Right. And then I've had to work really hard to get back to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm not afraid of. Well, I'm almost not afraid of <laughs> failure anymore. Yeah. Uh, and so I, it's like, I don't even know why I'm talking about this. Now I'm just rambling. But it's like um, this idea that. Uh, I actually have no idea why I was. Can I about can that. I jump yeah, into the jump ramble, in, please? Um, <laughs> no, because I've been thinking about it so much lately. Just this this struggle of what do I actually feel and want and and, uh, and know like mm-hmm. what? Because going back to the like from one moment to the next within a day that you you feel confident and then the next you're terrified, but like thinking oh okay no you know what after because i analyze my shit all the time oh, i have yeah. a book i like write oh they like all these breakthroughs and blah blah, blah and then the next oh, day I've yeah. completely forgotten the breakthrough, but um. Like, why does it leave us? Why do you why do you understand something fully after analysis and then you fall back into something else? Because words have a limit. Like we use language to try to control the world. But language is is bullshit. Language is a invented thing that that we like the reason why language is so complicated is because it's fucking hard to say what you're feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason, one of the reasons why I love music is because you can say a lot without having to say anything Mm -hmm. and the music can, and, and it can be reinterpreted by someone else without needing to like pump them with your ideals or like force them to like subscribe to a a set of notions that you have. Yeah. And so 
uh, I love the fact that even with lyrics, music uh, is, it transcends language. Absolutely. Hmm. And language, I love language. I love words and talking and writing, but at the same time, um, it's fucking garbage yeah. and it ruins the human existence. Huh. Absolutely. I, I was freaking out a bit when you started saying that because I wrote some notes on the way here. And uh, I wrote, what do you think about communication, the limitations of language and how stuck we can we can remain in the written word or yeah. just words? In yeah, general. yeah. And it's it's so limiting because yeah. we mistake the words flowing through our head for our consciousness yeah. and right. our self. But it's just some fucking shit that's going on. Uh, yeah. And the reason why you can analyze your way out of a problem and then within 10 minutes be right back to the deep dark part of your problem is because the language you anybody can you can get there someone can tell you like hey don't worry about it yeah, yeah. like and that in a way that's all you do have to do yeah oh, i won't worry about it. that's a good right. idea but then like this shit deep down inside of you that we don't have a lot of access to mm-hmm. or at least we we've allowed language to split our attention from to where we feel like we call it the subconscious hmm. as though it's like Oh, who knows what's going on yeah, down there? But yeah. it's like, no, that's what's actually going on. <laughs> right, yeah, and yeah. then the language is more of the part that is more of a mask and more of the confusing. Uh, whatever. I do think about this probably more. I analyze huh. this notion more than I probably need to. Yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of like um it's kind of like if our our subconscious, for lack of a better word, is the stage direction. Mm. Uh, and the words in our head are the narration. So it's like you, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like if we were characters in a movie and mm. there was some like voiceover happening, the voiceover yeah. would be giving us very specific words to explain what's going on. But the stage direction yeah, totally. is actually what the actors are using to like emote things and and like interpret what they're doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. To actually communicate an idea. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because it's like a, almost an obsession for me to find the right words uh-huh. to express right. what to, I'm feeling yeah, what or what I'm thinking or what I've understood. Mm-hmm. And then when I get to that point, I write it in my book and I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's as if that book was set on fire sometimes. Totally. Like I, mm. I did, I think, I don't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast, but the, the glitter board I've created yeah, for yeah, myself. Yeah. You can um, see that on our Instagram at down. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because of like motivational poster trying to like, you know, remind myself of these things yeah, that totally. I, that I forget so much. And the very next day I walked past it and said, fuck you yeah, to my yeah, poster yeah. because it meant nothing to me anymore right. in that moment. I was <laughs> right. so upset. And right. yet the next day, I was like crying in my bed and I looked up and I saw and it helped. Yeah, and it <laughs> helped, you know, so yeah. it's like, and it's, it's the infuriating, I just, I just, I, I feel like possibly because of how we've been instructed that language is the way to communicate. I'm hmm. obsessed with finding the answer and finding yeah, the who absolutely. is me and what, what words describe me. And, and I totally get what you mean about music. Uh-huh. Just, you know, it's like the drums of the prehistoric men, oh, you know, <laughs> yeah. getting yeah. across just a feeling. Yeah. And you don't need anything else. And yeah. it's so much more fulfilling than I mean, fuck, I love really wordy over analysis. Like I like poetry and I like reading analysis of poetry. I'm, I'm don't get me wrong. I'm a, still a moron. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I like to do that and I find it interesting and I like to you but what I love about I think what I love about poetry analysis is that 
you see someone's lying and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Right, and then right, someone right. much smarter than you is like, oh, it means this. And you're like, holy shit. Right. And then you read it again. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, it like gives you this whole world and then it kind of just shapes the way that you look at the rest of the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I keep going on tangents. Uh, That's what podcasting's yeah, for, so. dude. Yeah, these but are I had tangents. a point I wanted to say <laughs> um, to you. Uh, well, we were talking about music and music. how it's, uh, yeah, music's express. great. I love music. Music is great. great. What I like about in, in the sense of in the in the same vein as like looking at a poem and seeing where the author was coming from, it's always fun to know where the artist was coming from when they wrote yeah. a certain mm-hmm. piece. And yeah. like you say, like yes, the lyrics are words, but it doesn't. It, it can still come from a place that isn't necessarily obvious through the lyrics. Right, or, right, right. That I mean, even for me, there are times I listen to old songs of mine. And there, I have gotten inspiration. I'm like, holy shit, that's a really good point. <laughs> and like, granted, I'm like speaking to the the audiences. Uh, you know, I think the way that I think. So I was writing for people like me. But it's yeah. even for myself. There are times where I've written things that maybe I would have um, that could be perceived as you know gobbledygook bullshit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I like to use ambiguity to allow things to. Uh, have interpretability mm-hmm. um, yeah. and even for me sometimes I'm like holy shit I never thought about that line that way before mm-hmm. uh, which is cool it, and I mean whatever I'm just saying now I'm just talking about myself but I like with other people's music it's and poetry the way that it can change over time and the way that it can mm-hmm. uh, be different depending on how you are feeling or what you're thinking about at any given time yeah, yeah. and totally. it even works with like this, you're you're pointing out this like oh this failure must be analyzed, mm-hmm. and there are two there really are different parts of my brain that are like there I agree with that and that's why I said it and I disagree with it and that's why I said it mm-hmm. yeah which right. uh, is it's like worth putting it out there either way right huh. right yeah I like that I had this thought that like that just coming back to like lyrics and um and I guess like feeling things outside of the words to music Mm -hmm. do you guys have songs where when you listen to them you always feel certain things about them uh, and like they they give you an idea inside of your like soul i guess that like is not necessarily even linked to the message of the lyrics Hmm. does that happen to you ever i think i know what you're talking about like like you you know for me it's um journey's open arms uh, which is this like really beautiful ballad. Uh, and like, I know the lyrics, but I don't pay attention to the lyrics mm. when I'm listening to it. I just feel something. Oh, I mm. mean, I, I ignore lyrics all the time and, and mm. I find myself rather stupid for not paying attention to the lyrics because mm. the lyrics are a lot of what the song is, but, um, I'm far more connected to the, the sounds and the music yeah, than, me too. than the melodies lyrics. and things. I yeah. think, I mean, like a great lyricist can capture you with the lyrics but i mean the beauty of music is that you can have shitty lyrics and you sing it to a cool tune it's yeah. like oh. most lyrics that yeah. we listen to are shitty yeah and then occasionally you get people who write really fucking fantastic lyrics mm. and then but even like like bob dylan is an example of someone right. who has really great lyrics and they're very repetitive and very word heavy mm-hmm. but i like his melodies so much that there are times where like his are very overt stories or like yeah. here's how I feel or this is a thing that you need to think about. But I like the melodies so much that 
I'll, I'm just glad to listen to like a 10 minute long of like a of a 14 second loop, you know, <laughs> yeah, of him yeah. just singing. Yeah. Uh, so even then, like lyrics, there is something really. It's like going back to the idea of language being kind of bullshit mm-hmm. and that. But even in the context of music, how uh, they don't necessarily need to have a meaning. Yeah. There's something great about how music can help kind of clear out the extraneous bullshit from the mm. language yeah, so that yeah. you cannot pay attention to them and yet still let them flow over you right and then take away whatever you want with it even mm-hmm. though you know bob dylan's telling you like to you know don't drop bombs on people and you I yeah mean, yeah that's right. a good message <laughs> you don't need that's to think about one. it every time you listen yeah. to this song <laughs> Yeah, I was I was having this moment with a Bob Dylan song the other day, um, "Tangled Up in Blue," uh, which is a song that I love, and it has like a there, it it hits a special part in my heart. But then I was actually looking at the lyrics the other day, and I was like, "Oh, this song's kind of fucked up." Yeah, there's a lot of fucked things in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's a much darker song than I, than yeah. I ever thought it was, and like it's actually like not even like a happy ending to that. No, song. not like at all. But in my mind, like that's like a there's like love in that song for me. Because of maybe what you were experiencing when you, or possibly just the music. I I love to sing. And so many times I'm just singing words and like, it's not even registering that it's language. It's just how the, how the note is hit and all Uh that kind of thing. And, and that, that's what I say. Sometimes I feel stupid because it's like you, as if I, something is telling me I should be paying attention or I should care about what's being said. Or sometimes it's just like. You know, like horrifying lyrics, like right. misogynistic, yeah, you know, like you're listening yeah. to rap or something that is just like the beat is so good. <laughs> and then the lyrics are so bad, but I'm like fucking, you know, driving in the kitchen yep. and I don't care. But because uh, I, I would almost like when I was a, a teenager, I would um, like I'd, I'd sing from the books, from the CD books. And I would like mm. read it like there's something about the reading it on paper that makes me more obviously oh, more yeah. connected to yeah. it uh, as if you're reading a poetry book or something. I always found whenever, whenever I would read the lyrics to a song while it was playing, it made the lyrics sound dumber because I knew them <laughs> beforehand. And for like, I don't even know how to explain it, but it always felt like, it's like because I knew what was coming up, I was like, oh, of course he's going to say that. Or something <laughs> right, like, yeah. I don't know how, for some reason it would just, it made them sound ridiculous right. because I knew it was, and it's just this line and I know it's coming. I don't even know, I don't know why I felt that way, but I hate looking at lyrics huh. while uh, while listening to this song. Hmm. Huh. Well, maybe, well, because I, I suppose you could compare that to like a presidential speech or something that yeah. like he's there and there's gravitas and right, he's like right. commanding. And then you're like, he's reading from yeah, a he's sheet. Just reading. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Somebody else wrote like it. You know? Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It feels, yeah. it removes the the sense of it being like, oh, this is a genuine expression mm. of yeah. emotion right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a guy's just fucking, he, like, I can picture him reading the CD booklet. Right. Yeah, yeah. Being like, uh, or like the karaoke. He's like in the <laughs> studio and there's a karaoke machine going on. <laughs> oh my God, that's perfect. <laughs> I could change politics forever. Do you guys remember what the first, uh, like the first album liner lyrics you looked at were? Fit. Well, for uh, no, for me, it would definitely be Disney soundtracks. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure mine was the Proclaimers Sunshine on Leith or whatever that album was that had like, uh, I would walk 500 miles. Whoa. And, oh, and all those yeah. Other ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that that was the first one where I sat down with the, the like CD yeah. booklet thing and like read the lyrics while listening to yeah. the whole thing. Ah, I'm trying to remember. 
It might have been, uh, it might have been, gee, boy, that's tough. It's probably not worth me <laughs> mumbling and mumbling. But speaking of this, reminding me of, uh, to do some more plugging, uh, this part of what we're doing with this, uh, the Bob Day's Tankage and Man archive, the mm. thing that we're launching or introducing is uh, this website. We're trying to kind of bring that side of it back to to the digital format. The mm. like it, Sometimes I describe it as it's an album with just ex- really extensive liner notes. Mm-hmm. So there's the music is, there's going to be different pages with different music and different stories and different aspects of the Bob Day's Tank Engine Man story. Uh, but the idea is that uh, you can listen to the record, but also tool around and read things mm. and play little games. And it, really, we're just experimenting with anything you could possibly do in a digital format. Uh-huh. We're going to present the Bob Day's Tangent Demand story on the website. So it's like it's it can be something that you can just noodle around on this like infinite, uh, potentially infinite Ugh. Uh, uh, CD or booklet like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. album cover that's awesome so we're like because I love that stuff I did there was one I know when I was growing up there was a Kid A Radiohead Kid A came out and I well I was older I was maybe 18 or something and that was a big deal I really right. liked that record I still like that record and they had really cool liner notes and they had something where the in the first run of the CDs you could take off the where the, the where it holds the CD, yeah, the little yeah. back cover, and there was a second booklet hidden Ooh. in there, oh, yeah. cool. oh, which was like so fucking cool. And uh, I think Beck, I would listen to a lot of his stuff. He had Mutations, had a really cool book that just like unfolded to really long and had all this weird art in it. Yeah. Uh, so I just I love just flipping through those things and like old LPs. That's what really. Um, like the big format, like the way that it was like you and people would put time into. I, I'm not aware. I, there, there was unfoldy stuff in LPs. Yeah, some like some of the some of the more ambitious, like probably like fucking drugged out, coked out <laughs> weirdo dudes. But you know, you could have like the the format is way bigger, and there was uh, you could have whole booklets, and people have like stories and little inserts and things. And yeah. I know like the Beatles, they had a few. Uh, like Sergeant Pepper came with like cut out uh, little mustaches like cardboard uh. mustaches and like little glasses and badges and things and oh, so i just i love the aspect of, of that like um communicate that extra layer of communication yeah. so here's the music you can listen to it you don't need to fuck around on the site if you don't want to yeah. uh but if you're interested in the story like you can kind of dive in and get lost in this world and so That's... we want to experiment with the different ways that we can kind of create a sense of space and tell stories through mm-hmm. Um, just through like how, you know, when you go to move the mouse to click a page, like there are things that we can do to make that either easier, harder, or more confusing Ugh. or to help tell the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a big part of what we're trying to do is, is take the idea of the album cover and put it into, cause nowadays a digital album cover is like a tiny little yeah. eight by eight, right, yeah. you know, square with a, it's like a picture of whoever the artist is, and then, like, the title as big as it can get so that you can read it when it's a tiny icon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're like, you know, there's so much more you can do with the, totally. with the digital world. And you can still have it available as, you know, it's easy to just mm-hmm. put it on SoundCloud or uh, iTunes or whatever. But so we're just trying to see if we can kind of mess around with that aspect of it. I'm yeah. making a lot of ugh sounds because it's just <laughs> so cool. I'm like, because I'm, 
it'll come back. You'll understand. Yeah. But the, 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 the science centers of the world, mm. like mm. you go and like, I think they, they have a couple, like the children's areas are like interactive yeah. up the wazoo. But if uh-huh. you're an adult or like so many yeah. like, museums, it's all like walk in front of something, look at it. Yeah. Someone else comes up really tag. close to you. You get uncomfortable and you can't read anymore. It, so yeah, you just exactly. Walk away. And that's yeah. all there is. So you're yeah. just like, okay, I'm giving up on this. Yeah. And just, there's not the fucking Play-Doh aspect. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that, I love that. And I think mm-hmm. humans love that. Yeah. You want to, you want to fuck around with something. You want to figure out how it works. You don't just want to be like, here's the fucking book yeah. on how it here's is. boring information that you're not going to remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 Give me the experience because mm-hmm. it's gone from my mind afterwards anyway. Ways. Right. So make yeah. it fun whilst I'm there. Yeah, yeah. At least you could you could learn more by you learn more by experiencing yeah. things than by just read. I mean, I I could read a whole book about any subject and I wouldn't know a fucking thing about it. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, I would for like a week and I'd be like, oh, this is this, and I look at all that I've learned, and then yeah. a month later you'd ask me a question, and I'd be like, ah, yeah. I don't know. Don't yeah. ask me. And I dumb it down even further by saying like, hey, did you see the headline of an article? Like, I, and oh, I can't yeah. even remember the full headline. Yeah, yeah. I do that constantly. <laughs> it's like uh, my stories of like, oh, I read something the other day that was interesting. They're like this. Oh, yeah, I read something the other day. Oh, what was that about? Yeah, it was uh, something about, I mean, it was basically the point was, I mean, like, uh, whatever. It was kind of like... Um, I, I don't remember. I don't actually. Yeah. I'm not even sure if that's true. And that's like it's just like right. a strobe light in your mind, <laughs> yeah. and you yeah. just can't. Uh, yeah. I remember. I liked it. I think. <laughs> and you know? that's why Mark Jumper's an idiot. Uh, no offense to you, because you were saying you did the yeah, same yeah. thing. <laughs> oh, that's I'm why a we're all idiots. Full fledged idiot. That's yeah, why yeah. we're all idiots. I think that's why. Like, I really love having actual like copies of DVDs of stuff. Mm. Uh, Because even though, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I'll watch on Netflix for convenience sake, like, there's still some shows and, like, movies that I want to have a physical copy of. Uh, And, like, part of that is the tactile experience of, like, taking it out and putting it in Mm -hmm. and, like, actually physically interacting with the media. And so just clicking a button and then, like, letting it happen to you infinitely until you decide to stop watching. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But the other part is, like, bonus features, right? Like, you don't get that on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Netflix doesn't have, like, you know color commentary you know by the cast and producers of Frasier right yeah <laughs> god damn you Tom <laughs> <laughs> always like they, Frasier or like they don't have like the you know, extended edition of the Lord of the Rings which is not something I ever want to watch but like it's a thing for a lot of people yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's you know there you don't get all that like behind the scenes stuff if you're just you know downloading things on the yeah. internet you need to like have like the actual the thing that people put effort into yeah. have you yeah. experienced the Fuck, I keep calling it Galaxy Quest, and it's really not Galaxy Quest. Galaga? No. Uh, it's based on a book, and it's... Dune. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. The uh, menu for that DVD. Mm-mm. I Granted, I was super stoned, but even unstoned, I'm sure <laughs> I would experience... Oh, the shadow of that. Mike looks like a little dude with us. Okay, I'm sorry. It does, <laughs> sorry. yeah. <laughs> sorry. What is sorry. he holding? I don't know. It's like a squeegee. He's like, yeah, he's totally clean the window. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. But that menu has such fun sounds and colors and it's in and out. And then there's stuff that just, it's not about a director's cut stuff or anything like that. It's just a game. Yeah. Yeah. Really fun. That's exactly the kind of stuff we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Bring it that same experience. Cause I miss that stuff too. Mm -hmm. It's just fun to like have a, to, it's for me as a creator, as an artist, and well, and the team that I'm working with, we like 
it's a way to connect with people. Mm -hmm. And yet, like on a large scale, uh, you know, like the internet goes everywhere, just about. Uh, but without, you know, I'm a fucking homebody, so I get to build a little website, have a little experience, kind of an online art installation or whatever. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, but be able to give people like genuine experience mm -hmm. that like maybe, and we've talked about different ways, eventually like different ways to try to encourage people like come here for a little bit and then we'll give you things to do to walk away from your computer for a little bit right. to remind you to like, what do you, go, what do you mean? What do like, you mean? Well, we're still working okay. out, but things, suggestions and activities and things, uh, ways to engage with the music and the art that can kind of remind you to like, um, to not just be tip, Right. Tap, typing on the computer the whole time mm -hmm. there there are certain the simplest is uh we're working on a section where it's basically like a sound machine like um you know like you, if you put on a cd of like the rainstorm or a, yeah. you know cityscape or something so we'd be making those that are um soundscapes and weird uh weird sonic environments that are relate to this bob day's story mm. um and the idea would be they would be interactive. You could mess around with them and learn a little bit about the story, but also they would be these infinite looping uh, soundscapes that you could just put on, walk away from your computer and oh. just like meditate or just have yeah. a conversation or just read a book or something, mm -hmm. um, as well as other things to, uh, we talked about like, uh, and I'm giving all my secrets away. Anyway, let's just put, put it back in the box. Different different ways to help because I the, I have a sort of on one hand I want to make this website in which we can deliver these stories and connect with people, and on the other hand I want to be like remember when we used to like look at trees and we <laughs> used to walk around and and it wasn't you weren't always going back to the computer. It's yeah. like right. nowadays sometimes it feels like my life is uh, whatever happens in between my computer time because i'm yeah. always oh, yeah. fucking working yeah. on something or totally and so we're trying to find ways to uh because i think a lot of people are getting burnt out on this stuff yeah. and the more stuff the more people like me who are like let's build a giant website like i feel like a responsibility <laughs> to be like oh i should probably also like do my part <laughs> to be like let's not only build a giant website yeah mm -hmm. that's a great awareness to have ah yeah man i fuck because you I've, can dr jump into tron and just yeah never and just, leave. yeah yeah <laughs> Ugh. anyway so all i'm saying is there's a lot of cool possibilities yeah very sure exciting you, yeah should we uh listen to another one Ooh. sure cool um you had mentioned when we were talking earlier uh ponty Portly duples. Portly, portly, portly duples. duples, yeah. Portly duples? Let's yeah. get some portly duples going. Do it. Maybe we need something a little simpler, something with a, a more tangible uh, problem. Let's try a different song then. From a sub-project called The Portly Duples, which was essentially a... a Moralistic cartoon that, uh, that followed the adventures of two corrupt brothers as they gallivanted around... A strange and desperate land. From a sub-project called the Portly Duple, which was essentially a, a moralistic cartoon that, uh, that followed the adventures of two corrupt brothers as they gallivanted around a strange and desperate land. From a sub-project called the Portly Duple. Um, um, um. 
So there's like a, a chanty part going on toward the end that's kind of, I can't make out the words, but it's definitely words. It's, it's uh, phonemes for sure. The, within, <laughs> within, the, uh, within the arc or the story of the analysis of failure, there's a part at which um, I start trying to analyze the songs directly because I'm having trouble getting my point across. So uh, I start playing some songs, and this is one of them that I play, or the whatever the this is has samples from. Jesus, I keep knocking the table. No worries. Uh, so anyway, but the the so I play these songs, and I and I ask the audience to tell me what's wrong with them, and try to un, like to help them understand the process of analysis. Uh, and the thing that was wrong with this one was that. Uh, there were no actual lyrics written for the song. Okay. <laughs> so it's gobbledygook and and That's amazing. Uh, so yeah. that was all just like gibberish. Total gibberish. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I have to okay. So I'm trying to analyze what it made me feel. The the sound there's a sound in there that makes it sound like someone's trying to burrow into my brain with wood. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like the sort of like crumbly crackly yeah 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 yeah. and and it would pop in and out and and at one point there was like it was it it had been gone for a little while and then like two little notches hit me in the right ear and it was just like ah Ah. (laughs) and and i love it because uh there are certain i i'm often a frowny person i'm often thinking very hard and Mm, like i mm, feel my face very like scrunched up (laughs) so so when an experience uh, makes me react a different way. It, like it's, it's it's big impact. So like I was sort of s- half smiling the whole time, and my eyes were a bit squinty because it's like I'm trying to. It's not just you're not just sorry. I'm being very <laughs> very very garbled in there. But like it, you're, it's as if my my brain is trying to understand what's being thrown at me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's there's like 
a distinct pleasure pleasure in what mm. I'm hearing. All right, hot damn. Yeah, I'll take it. Very cool. Cool. There's a there's one sound that's like recurring through it that reminds me, kind of simultaneously of like it, it definitely evokes like a bar to me, because uh, it it sounds Ooh. like a glass being put down, mm. but also at the same time kind of sounds like water dripping rhythmically, like Whoa. into a sink. Awesome. Interesting. Which like really like it gives me this. I see. What, I know what. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about. And it yeah. gives me this feeling of like like this is all going down like in in like a little bar with ah, like cool. with a stage. So I'm picturing like you up there like with your guitar telling these stories and playing these songs. But like <laughs> it's like a it's like a dimly lit bar room. And yeah, there's like yeah. a handful of people in the audience who like all look kind of seedy. Cool. <laughs> wow, man, that's cool. See, that's what's so cool about music is that like. Uh, I like to mess around with the context and create whatever. And I like, like this website's all about telling this story, but I love, I love that, uh, you can also just make up your own shit. Right. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. really cool to hear other people's interpretations. Cause I know what it means to me. Right. Uh, but also I've worked on it for long enough that it doesn't mean anything to me anymore. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. just like, it's a bunch of fucking noises that I <laughs> yeah, have to figure yeah. out where to put them and where to like have them drop in and drop right. out. Yeah. So it's really cool to hear. You get to the point where you're like, I don't know if anybody's like you. I imagine people putting headphones on and just like hearing. <laughs> like, I don't understand what's yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you sure you play? You made this song? I don't <laughs> After think... hours and hours yeah. of work, that's what's coming across. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I totally get that. Often, I, I'll text my boyfriend a picture of what I'm drawing because I'm just like, I have no idea what's on the page anymore. Can you just yeah. tell me is it okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, going? totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Feedback is pretty important. It's yeah. uh, even you know, it doesn't need to be good. Doesn't need to be bad. Doesn't really need to be anything, and it doesn't need to happen at the end. It, I've found that for me, I need a lot of feedback mm-hmm. uh, to, especially this, the thing that we're making is very complicated mm-hmm. and there's a lot of things that I don't necessarily know how to do. Mm-hmm. And so I'm learning Right. and you require a lot of, cause you can get stuck in a place where you're not moving forward and you're planning and thinking and trying to strategize your yeah. way around. Like, is it good enough? Is it not? Uh, and then you can get to that point you were talking about earlier about where you're, it's just increasing the amount of time that you can become afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. And you're, so then you start planning your way of like, how do I not fail instead of like how, instead of it being like, how am I going to make this thing I'm trying yeah. to make? Yeah. It becomes, how am I going to make this thing? And then how am I going to make it so amazing <laughs> that no one will ever have anything bad to say about yeah. it yeah. and that it will instantly please Everyone on a on a like really low brow level and a super high brow level, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, and you yeah, get to yeah, the yeah. point where it's like, if it's the only way I'll feel valid as a human is if literally other, every other human in the world thinks of me above all other people, things, <laughs> ideas, and like, and they teach their children to like respect. You know what I mean? Oh my God. You know what I mean? You get to a point I'm where gonna, you're like, I'm, I'm going to transcribe that and put it on my wall because <laughs> yeah. it's weird. It's like, ridiculous. I've 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 been using the word struggle a lot because that's how it is. <laughs> um, but this sort of, and I may not be using the word right because I'm an idiot. I'm, I'm finding comfort hey, in yeah, saying see, that. Yeah, see, it's not no, so yeah, bad. It's totally you... fine. <laughs> uh, this this like super 
self-deprecating, like I'm shit on mm. one side, and then the megalomaniac. Oh yeah, I am best at everything. Uh-huh. You know, bow uh-huh. before me, and they're just colliding with each other yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah. yeah, I think that it's important to let that tension live if you want to survive as an artist. I think you're right. Yeah, like survive both in terms of like continuing to make art and also survive in terms of staying alive as a. As yeah, a, as a I, yeah, person. that makes I sense. I agree. Yeah. It stinks, but it's it's. Uh, I think it's essential, and mm-hmm. that to try to push yourself towards some middle, I think you lose something. I mean, not hmm. like you need to be a fucking nut to make good art, but yeah. I do find I feel like uh, I feel like it's that struggle. That's those are the stories that artists are trying to tell and that mm-hmm. need to be told because not everyone everyone feels the shit that we're feeling. Yeah, but not everyone thinks about it as much as we do mm-hmm. i fucking like as much as we do as we artists do i just mean <laughs> well, like just, yeah. certain people and that i do believe that there's a there's a a responsibility to to all or some or most or a particular kind of artist to be like i'll do this shit i'll feel this bullshit yeah and put it into words so that mm-hmm. your day is a little easier so that you don't have to do the fucking work that I had to do to yeah. get to the point that I'm at. And maybe I'll be fucked forever. But uh, if I can give you a little something, the like the good days when you find that you've connected with someone, yeah. it makes the bad days. It's like, who cares? It's no big deal. Yeah. And and like, I mean, if you're you have an option of being just depressed or being depressed and like making shit. Right. Yeah. And I guess you might as well make some shit too, right? Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. But I like that what you're saying about like live. So you're basically uh, understanding. So you're, you're basically saying live both moments. Don't try to yeah. be one or the other. Or that, that's it. Yeah, it's like yeah. you you can't you can't let yourself get wrapped up in the feeling like garbage because mm-hmm. then you're you know just gonna be really sad all the time. Yeah. But you also like. So like it demands to be felt, right? Pain demands to be felt. Uh-huh. Sadness demands to be felt. You yeah. need to you need to let that live. But then like you also you also need to be okay with the fact that sometimes you're going to feel like you've figured stuff out. Yeah. And like <laughs> and like the the latent feelings of like sadness and failure do not negate those feelings of success and happiness, right? Yeah. Like they don't right. make those feelings of success any less valid. Mm-hmm. Like just because, right. you know, no, you often feel yeah, bad yeah, yeah. doesn't mean that when you feel good, it's not legit, right? Right, yeah, then when you feel bad, it's proof that you were full of shit when you were feeling good. Right. It's like, yeah. that's not like, yeah, it's not true. That's it. Like those things can and do coexist really nicely and they actually yeah, totally, like complement totally. each other. Right, right. Yeah, and you don't need to judge yourself for feeling either one either because I'll do that too. If I'm feeling good, right. I'll be like, oh man. Shouldn't be feeling good right asshole. now. Yeah, you don't deserve <laughs> this. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then when I'm feeling, if I'm feeling really low, I'm just like, oh, I used to be happier. I used It used to be easier, which is not true. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it's, it's crazy how you can really, once you get comfortable, once you get comfortable, like, once you get comfortable overanalyzing and judging and, expecting then you just start it's like you get this cool new crayon and you're like you just want to use it on everything <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, and then you're totally fucked oh yeah. completely yeah. it's exhausting yeah it is yeah. you yeah. gotta crawl out of that hole that's oh, for sure man. that's a lot of what the this mark jumper story is about that mm-hmm. like at the end of the day this failure must be analyzed is a statement that's saying it's more like failure must be analyzed right 
I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, wow. And yeah. so it's like this story is about Mark Jumper looking for this some peace of mind. Yeah. And some and like discovering whether that's even possible right. while living in this really weird, ambiguous world in which he's hired by this guy to make music uh, for this project that he doesn't really know anything about, but is certain that he'll be able to do no problem. Yeah. And then he just has nothing but problems Whoa. doing it. Man. So cool. That's a pretty good picture of what life is like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what, Thanks for saying what I was <laughs> yeah. trying to yeah, play yeah. in my mind. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, uh, how much time do we have left? Uh, we, I guess, we need to run f- in the next couple minutes. Yeah. Okay. Because you've got to go soon. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got a show. We got a show, but it, there's Ooh. no point plugging. It's not. It's going to be tonight. Because no, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I wanted to ask uh, and make this as concise as possible. Because I have to leave. Let's no, do it. I'm joking. But, um, <laughs> like what what your relationship with creativity is. Because you're I, I, in the back of my mind, it's, it's there's a lot when I draw, there's a lot of like, what what do the people want? What mm, will get me money? What mm, will, you mm, know, mm. so whereas this seems to be a very like introspective yeah. discovery type of thing. The struggle and challenge of making this thing has been that. I have something that I want to do, mm-hmm. but I also have a neurotic, insecure need for approval. Mm. So it's a constant battle between, there are many times where I have to remind myself, you do realize that like, this is something you, you like, this is a, an act, like this kind of art is something you very much dislike and disagree with and don't want to do. Uh-huh. So like when I start making choices where I start trying to sell it more so that I can get people to understand it, hmm. um, there's a line, man. There's a fucking line. And hmm. it's, it's hard to figure out what to do because for yeah. a long time you make stuff, you make stuff and maybe nothing's happening and you don't really know. You're not great at connecting with uh, like getting it out there. Mm-hmm. You're like mm-hmm. people like what I do when they hear it, but. I have, you've maybe noticed that there's this big, long fucking backstory. Everything requires this giant explanation. Hmm. And it's hard to kind of get that idea across in a very concisely. Sure. So then you start trying to be like, well, how do I make it concise? And then that mindset bleeds over a little bit into the art. And then that makes you hate art. And then, <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? So absolutely. it's definitely a struggle. And it's definitely something that uh, I was never expecting to have to struggle with because, hmm. um, at my core, I know what I value as an artist hmm. uh, and as a musician and the things that I love and the things that I want to make. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that fucking insecure little petty yeah. dork who just wants <laughs> someone to be like, hey, you're great. Or who wants to be like, hey, you know what I just realized? You're the infinite hero of the universe. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, like that person sometimes takes over and you can work on a whole thing for a couple of days before you're like fuck I'm like what am I doing why am I doing this I've definitely thrown things out before that where I've worked uh, I mean there was a period of time where I was struggling quite a bit and I worked for weeks on something that was just utter garbage 
And I had to just throw it away because my heart was like, the more I worked on it, the more I thought about it, the more my heart was just like disintegrating. And it was yeah. like, I don't want to do this. Right. I'd rather, I'd rather have connect with one person who like really gets it, hmm. uh, than, than connect with a bunch of people like then, I mean, but it, I mean, you're always trying to reach people cause you're, yeah. you, I, you, that ego part of you thinks like I have something valid to say. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then the insecure part of you says, but I don't really, so I better figure out how to make it seem like it's valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I totally oh, get that. Yeah. Yeah. Life stinks. Life Fucking stinks. does, man. <laughs> and that's the note we're going to go <laughs> Life on stinks. <laughs> oh, man. Mark, thanks so much for coming. Yeah, this thank you. This really fun. I just want to mention, yes. because I haven't said this much, there's the show right. on yeah. September 15th Yes, at the uh, at the... Well, at Montreal Improv, the the space be their new black box theater. Yes, it's a show. It's got audio. It's like an basically. It's we're taking the the concept of the website and putting it into a room. Nice. So it's just a little night where you get to kind of walk into sound. There are going to be soundscapes and projection art. I'm going to play the this album. I'm going to play aspects of it live and play a few songs live. So it's just going to be kind of an audio visual installation uh, to to sort of introduce people to this project in a live setting and then at that same time we'll that same day we'll be uh we'll be launching the the first i mean technically it's up right now it's just it's needs some work still but there is a version of the website that's up right now that you could there's some bugs so if you go on it then (laughs) just know that we're fixing them Uh, but the fully operational but the fully operational like the the first real iteration of this Mm -hmm. thing it it will continue to develop over time even that one page we're going to do some updates uh but that will be ready by the 15th so we'll be launching that and then doing this show and it's it's a byob um we're going to have some free booze for as long as we can maintain it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's just a place to come hang out and check out the story and music and whatever. I'm so bummed I'm not here for that. Uh, oh, oh, I'm missing so much. And, and what time is it? Uh, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Montreal Improv B Space Black Box Theater. 15th. September 15th. Yeah, Perfect. thanks for having me. Yeah, our pleasure. Uh, remember, you guys uh, can follow uh, the show on Twitter at Downward Talking and each of us individually. I'm at Tom Zalatni. At Red Random. You a Twitter guy? Uh, no, not, well, no, I'm not, but I do, I, maybe I'll say this too, cause I'm here, right? <laughs> right, yeah, I did, uh, finally start a Patreon page. Okay, so cool, yeah, anybody Oh, excellent. who's, uh, like, I just put it up last night. Oh, nice. Um, so, uh, if you want to check it out, it's Patreon slash B-D-T-E-M, uh, and there'll be links to it on the site and whatever. So Sweet. if you're anybody out there interested check it out and let me know if i'm doing it right (laughs) (laughs) perfect excellent yeah thanks Uh, again yeah and uh remember to uh if you haven't yet uh please rate and review the show on itunes and stitcher uh it really helps us with discoverability um and share this episode with uh someone who you think needs to spend more time reading album liner notes yeah there you go Tom is so specific at this point of the show. I know. I'm just so fucking keeping myself entertained. <laughs> 130-something episodes deep. It's <laughs> but remember, life stinks. Yeah. Is that, yeah, yeah. Life stinks. Quotes. Yeah. Uh, special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. Yeah, he's come to see you. Oh, I say now Benson, Jack, Benson, Joe. Benson, Jack, Benson. 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 Benson.
Sünder. 